know. Something only I know. I got superpowers, but that's something only I know. What I want is mine. If I say it in my mind, I'll teach you if I had time. Yeah, do I got the time? No. Shit, these niggas dream about is not even a milestone. Episode 16, Back from the Basement, is the Never Graduate Show presented by Barstool Joes. As always, I'm your host, Ty. Got the boys down here with me. We have Kelly Rowe out from Michigan. Uh, this week, we have a ton of interviews. We're going to split up the episode into two parts, one releasing today, Tuesday, obviously, and then the other one's coming out on Thursday. Um, as always, we're going to have our current events, red light, green light. We have Kelly, Barstool Fran, Barstool Jordy, Chris Buxton, and One Man Thrill Ride all coming on. Um, that sounded better on paper. How drunk were his parents? We also caught up with Smitty, who just won uh, the Rough and Rowdy fight, and Random Thoughts. All that and more coming up. Be sure to uh, check back on Thursday for the second episode. All right, so now we got uh, Barstool Fran on the Never Graduate Show. Fran, how you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Really good. Riding that wave from the uh, from the Eagles win still. How about you? You still pumped? Oh, my. Yeah, I uh, I haven't seen my family since the win, uh, my, my, my parents and whatnot. And I saw them this weekend, and the first thing, my dad did was literally like pick me up off the ground and like was jumping. He's like, we won the Super Bowl. So uh, it hasn't quite gotten old yet. <laughs> yeah, no, it's still, it still almost feels fake. Honestly, like we were just talking about it. the whole like area. is just like riding this wave of, of like euphoria. Like it's just been incredible, you know? Yeah. Uh, my uh, cousins all live in South Jersey and oh, really? one of them, he's like uh He's like a freshman in high school, sophomore in high school, and he said to us the other day, he's like, "I just, I just feel lighter. I feel like everybody's, ha- I feel like everybody's happier." Yep. He's like 15 years old. It's, <laughs> it's like, so he's true, like a though. weight has been lifted off me. It's so true. Like I, I talked to my dad. He's 60. He never would have thought he'd see the day. Hey, hey Fran, what were you doing yeah. during the moment? Like, where were you? Uh, so I was watching with a bunch of my family and. Uh, I was, you know, my parents were at the game. It was one, it was weird because I have two younger siblings and they were both at different places. My, uh, my sister is actually a freshman at Michigan state. There you go. Oh, Hey, yeah. I didn't know and, that. Um, Come see us. Yeah. So, so, so we were kind of all separated, but just, I was just a nervous wreck. I, <laughs> I'm a nervous eater. So <laughs> I was like, I, it was hilarious because uh, I was also watching with my boyfriend, and I made him buy like a ridiculous amount of celery. You just and made some like, guys here sad. There was actual reaction. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 sorry, sorry, everyone. <laughs> but uh, I bought like all this. I bought all this celery, and he's like, "No human can eat this much celery." I was like, "It's much better." <laughs> you than nervous me eating eat, chips, and that's what you're eating. Like yeah. eating I chips I for like five eat. hours. Yeah, I, I would say celery is a little bit better than chips. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. He was like, and I basically ate it all. Like, I was just like <laughs> nervous nibbling for literally six hours. That's funny though. That's right. So like, obviously you're from Philly. You're, you're in the Philly crew up at uh, HQ, but um, you're from North Jersey, right? Yes. So how did I you grow like, up? How did you like side with Philly as opposed to like, even though you were closer to New York? Yeah. So I totally grew up in, uh, in Giants country, Okay. but my dad is from Haddonfield, New Jersey. That's right. and his... I just bought a place right next to there. Like literally down yeah. the street from Haddonfield. That's funny. Yep, it's it's uh it's a great town and my you know, my grandparents still live there, aunts, uncles, cousins, everybody's everybody's there. So, you know, my, my um 
my grandpa was a judge in South Jersey and, you know, was in Philly all the time and did so much work down there. And my dad lived in Philly for a while. So, I mean, once you cross a certain line in New Jersey, it becomes totally Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. So they're all crazy, crazy Eagles fans down there, too. So I, I really I really had no choice. Like, I, my mom grew up in New York. She's a, She grew up a Giants fan, and she's now, like, a huge Eagles fan just because my dad's a crazy person. <laughs> That's hilarious. So do you think there's anything to, like, the whole Philly, like, in general is just – like up on this high because right now we're watching the Flyers continue to kick ass. The Sixers are kicking ass. Do you think that there's anything to that? Like the Eagles won and now everyone wants to follow suit. Um, and I think I lost you guys again. I think I know what you're saying with what, like Philly on, on like a, on a win streak right now. Yeah. 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 So run with that. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's crazy. It's been, it's been win after win. I don't, I think after, a Super Bowl win like that, you become, and it's crazy. I I don't think it's just me. Like it's Smitty, it's Lou, it's everyone. Right. Everyone feels legit happier and yeah. like more motivated. And after that win, like there was no chance Smitty was losing that fight. Uh, yep. Friday night, like he he and the shit he's been dealing with, you know, with uh, with Super Bowl week and yeah. Dave coming at him and Rappaport coming at him. Like there's it's like the, you know, the underdog story has just been so great for Philadelphia for the last two months and whatnot. And it's just rolled over into, into Smitty's personal life and yep. Barstool life. And uh, it's been great. I mean, he's had like the month of his life, I think. So now on the show, we got Smitty from Barstool Sports coming right off that hot win. How you feeling, Smitty? Feeling great. Feeling great. Flyers just put up seven on the King and MSG. Hell Sixers yeah. are five and zero since February fourth. Eagles won the Super Bowl. Flyers are six zero and one. That's and what I think I'm, I'm like. I think I'm like fourteen zero and one as well. So, there you go. Let's go. Philly can't lose let's, right now, man. Nope. Exactly. Nope. So let's talk a little bit about the fight. Um, now that it's all done, how like give us your your take on how the whole thing went. How do you feel in there? Were you nervous at all? I want to hear everything. Recap it. Uh. I mean, there's a lot of emotions and angles I could really go into. I okay. mean, the weeks, the weeks leading up to the fight and the fight itself, I mean, could be held mutually exclusive. The weeks leading up to the fight, it was all Eagles. Right. So I was training, of course. Like, granted, I wasn't putting it out on social media every second. But, like, <laughs> I was training and, like, getting ready for the fight. But then you go to Minnesota – you know, my, 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 mine and my family's greatest dream happens with the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. It's oh, a little yeah. bit of a distraction and everything. So, I mean, it's kind of a tale of two stories right there. And after the Eagles Super Bowl, it was all 100% rough and rowdy. And uh, the nerves started to get a little – I wouldn't even say nerves, just kind of just anxiousness. Just, you know, let's get this going. Let's get it over with. And uh, – that feeling kind of held all the way up through the fights. Right, right. Um, I didn't try. I didn't try to get like too pumped up because I knew um, being gassed was going to be the end all be all by it. And the advice that both of us were getting was just like try to relax and have a good time or, as much as possible, and just you know not ever extend yourself. Right. Um, the worst part about it was just kind of waiting around for it to just be over with. Yeah. yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. So now that it's done, all the bullshit that was coming out 
about that. People saying you juice, people saying this, that. That's all bullshit, right? There's no way there's truth to that. I, it's, it's your definition of juice. I took uh, 10 milligrams of uh, wind, wind straw a day, six weeks leading up to the fight, which is uh, a supplement right. that's, that's testosterone. That is illegal some places. It's legal other places. Definitely legal for rough and rowdy. Of they course. have a test for it. Um, what's up, bud? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Outside the bar right It's now. all good. It's um, all good. So, I mean, I'm not – I wasn't injecting, you know, Smarty Jones horse testosterone into my fucking ass <laughs> like Barry Bonds or like using the cream of the clear. Right. But I definitely was using, you know, a little supplement to help. Did it help? I honestly – don't know. I think it did. I never used steroids before. Right. It was an oral thing, and now like I wouldn't even classify it as a steroid. It's more right. a supplement. Right. It was an oral thing uh, that uh, that that I took, and it definitely helped with like recovery a little bit during working out. But to, to, you, there, there's no magic pill or drug you can take to fucking fight. become the Hulk and, and fight, man. Like it's not like you're not taking something that enhances fighting like maybe it makes you stronger but you still gotta be able to throw a punch the right way you know exactly exactly and i still don't know right so So, uh, it's amazing because like both of us train i I trained for six weeks sean's been doing like classes with chris Lytle and stuff for like a year and obviously has more experience and stuff it doesn't matter like what experience you have going into that thing it just becomes a backyard brawl once yeah. you're in there. Yeah, like, that, everything goes out yeah. the window. That's that's what it seemed like. So tell me a little bit about Rappaport coming at you. First of all, did you have beef with him leading up to this, like before he just, I guess, said that you were going to lose? Or where the hell did this oh. whole thing come from? I, it all stemmed from when he was hired for Barcelona Sports. I had a fantasy sports podcast. Right. Uh, with I listened my, to it. Yeah, my buddy John Bales from yep. FancyLabs.com. No free ads, but FancyLabs.com. He wants to talk about fantasy sports <laughs> information. I love it. Uh, for, the, for the past three years, and it, like, it wasn't like picked up by Barcelona, but it was something that like we both enjoyed doing. People who listened to it liked it, right. and we kept like pimping it out. So when Rappaport came on, he single-handedly like kind of went after that for no reason and said, we are the fancy sports podcast. These guys – suck like wow. we they, they don't need to be here where the people are doing it and it's kind of like okay man like how about we be civilized and have a conversation about it maybe we can you know both work together or like we can help each other out and, no and it wasn't also, anything like that i feel like bales is doing pretty well like i don't understand where that came exactly. from because bales kicks ass <laughs> yep yeah yep, exactly it wasn't like it wasn't like we were just slubs off the street like yeah. we knew what we were doing for three years and you know, we weren't getting promoted by Barstool or anything or big time, but it was something that was there, and we just got basically slapped in the face. Okay, strike one. I didn't have a problem with that. Right. The big issue was during fantasy football season when he started his uh, Barstool Fantasy Football League, he was upset that nobody was really taking it seriously. We're talking shit. Right. And this was like week three, and he went on the rundown, stated that, and basically stood up and said, hey, if anybody here wants to man up, and actually take this shit seriously, come at me right now, and we'll fucking make it happen. And at that point, I'm thinking it's like content, like shtick, right. like kind of, you know, we're real at Barstool, but we over-exaggerate. Of course. To a certain point. So I stand up, you know, being my Cardo character, quote-unquote, <laughs> and be like, hey, fuck you, I just beat you last week. What do you got to say to that? And he instantly comes back with a, who are you? I don't know who you are. 
Uh. Prez, fire this fucking failed comedian right now. He contributes nothing to Barstool and gets overly like personal from the jump. Right. Like, dude, what the fuck is the matter with you? Yep. So that obviously rubbed me the wrong way. And then we went back and forth during fantasy football season where we actually played on DraftKings, made bets. He right. never paid up after I beat him. He claimed that I was doing lineups off fails. In reality, the lineup that he showed that uh, was, quote, unquote, stealing off fails had maybe five of 11 players similar, which if you know anything about daily yeah. fantasy sports, is nothing. Right. Obviously, obviously, everyone's going to be starting Le'Veon Bell yeah. against <laughs> the freaking, like, titans right week four like so it it was erroneous from the jump and things things uh kind of got nuts from there and then finally he uh called out the stoolies last night and yeah. or, or the wall then then the rough and rowdy stuff happened and they called out the stoolies last night and that's when uh editor-in-chief k marco hopped in and the Barstool crew finally got my back. Yeah, that was awesome to see. So, obviously, we've been following you for a while. I saw being from South Jersey and, and the area around. It was good to finally see, like, that nail in the coffin with that, you know? Oh, yeah, it's it, it's just good to I, – I, I, for how much of the hardo I come off across on the site, I fucking hate bullies. Okay. And that's all a rabbit for is. He's just a fucking bully, fraud, hack, and a hypocrite, and – some people saw from the jump, yep. Tex being one of them, and myself, and just to have some sort of justice come out, like it's good, it's just good to win one. Yeah, no, that. that makes that makes sense, man. So you know, I wasn't even gonna bring this up, but let's talk about it a little bit. So I'm at that golf outing every year. I think it's awesome that you guys put it on. We're crushing you and I, crushing bloodies and and mimosas in the morning every time. But um, talk a little bit about that because I think this year it's really gonna. I mean, it amped up a lot last year, but I think this year is gonna be huge. So. Talk about that a little bit and the whole the charity and everything, if you could. Yeah, uh, th this year I will be hopefully. I mean, it's not set in stone yet, but right. hopefully, it will be the fifth annual Barstool Philly Golf Classic. And we just started it up five years ago, just as kind of like a thing where you know, stories around Philly who are you know, post grads, you know, like to drink, like to golf. Yeah, Let's get yeah. together, and it's a no brainer. And the charity Brave Hearts for Strong Minds jumped in who are great um if anybody wants to check them out bravehearts.strongminds.com they help out local um kids who have had the misfortune of losing um at least one parent um in situations and it helps out with their college education and and the money what's great with them is um it's not like writing a check to american red cross and right. you hand it over and you don't know where it goes you right. see exactly where the money goes to like it goes directly to a certain kid every six months or to a year, and you see like exactly like how it helps um, further their life, yeah. which is great. So th they hopped on, and we've been doing it for five years, and hopefully Avon Golf Club will welcome us back this year, and uh, you know keep it going. But it, I mean, you know, it's a good time. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Last year we didn't have any golf carts end up in the water, so I think we're gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah, that was an issue. <laughs> that, that was, was funny, an issue. So. But yeah, man, we're we're super pumped for you. Obviously, pumped with the whole Philly wave that's riding right now, and uh, happy to see that you won. But um, yes, many thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, man, take it easy. Yeah. All right, red light, green light, Kelly. What do you got? Well, I'm probably the most hungover I've ever been. So red light would be being old and hungover, and green light would be to just continue drinking so that you never get a hangover.
I like that. Right? Yeah. Like when you wake up, that's what brunch is for, essentially. I was just about to say that. Just continue. Whoever thought of the unlimited mimosas from a business standpoint is very smart. Where do you have that? We don't have that. Are you serious? No. Oh my God. Yeah. Everywhere. So the idea of, okay, I just drank my face off last night and I woke up feeling terrible, but I can go get as many mimosas as I want for like, I don't know, 15 bucks or whatever they do. Genius business model because it costs like nothing to make them. But also lifesaver. And they come in fancy glasses, so you feel less like human garbage. Uh, yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Exactly. Even right? if even if I look like it's like you nice look morning. fancy. You look like. You oh know yeah. What you're doing. You're OJ. Yeah. Right. In general. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Vitamin C. You know? Exactly. And you're just getting your body back to back to normal. Um, my red light is doing things still drunk. So <laughs> yesterday <laughs> at the casino, I woke up at. 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. and went down and lost $200 because I was being an idiot still drunk. But that goes for really anything. Waking up still drunk and doing things is probably the, the dumbest thing that I consistently do. Um, my, my green light, and you guys have been killing me for this, is drinking anything. So I don't care if it's a vodka Red Bull. I don't care if it's wine or rosé wine. It doesn't matter to me. What do you think of that, Keeney? Like if I saw you drinking any of that at like a bar, I'd probably just... Dude, I know, right? And I'm, I'm over here ordering whiskey and stuff. <clears throat> I'm just going to add it. And he's like, mm. Vodka Red Bull oh is, is God's nectar. I think uh, our friend Thrill Ride might have been right about you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that coming up soon in the show. No, but no, I don't know. Here's my thing. Vodka Red Bull, I love it because it gets you going and it gets you hammered. I think it's great. I don't think that's much of a girly drink. Vodka yeah. Red Bull's fine. I do. I don't think- Kelly asked me what sorority I was, ro- was rushing. If it was like rosé, <laughs> yeah. If it was but... cranberry or vodka, that'd be worse. No, I couldn't do that. That would be worse. Yeah, like, like a Shirley Temple, you can't like, be going around. No, no, no. Worse, you know? But the idea of it being like Red Bull, I don't know. It's just my thing. Energy drinks. Yeah, really. Beer still wins. Beer still wins. Yeah, I get pumped up. Beer still like wins to me. That. Red light for me is NASCAR. I never really understood the concept of it. Just Yeah. Especially on TV. Turn to the left. Literally. Um. But these guys on TV that I see that are actually like at the stadiums watching, they're some of the most creative people. I saw a video. I think it was Barshall that posted it. This guy literally took a lounge chair and connected it and put wheels on it with a, a remote control and is literally going around with a cold one in his hand, just driving this thing around. And this guy doesn't have to get up or anything. Is that a DUI? Is that a DUI? <laughs> so, wait, also, can you get a Operating DUI inside a of like a NASCAR event? I don't think there's any walls inside this thing. Yeah, I think, yeah, seriously, though, no, that's like international waters, right? <laughs> Once you step in, like, the Indy Motors B-Way, it's just all bets are off. <laughs> Dude, that, that's interesting, though, to think about the amount of time and effort that takes. I don't, I would never do that for anything. No, I like that, though. You're, like, really, like, getting in the spirit of the sport. You're, like, actually driving around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting yeah. in the zone. Like Multitask. That. that is very interesting. Yeah. That, just, but seriously, though, like, think of how much time that would take to put together, like, I've never put that much effort into anything in my life. American hero. Yeah, if right. If I never had to stay, like if I could just wheel around in a chair, I'd never leave it. <laughs> What's that movie? It's um, Wally. Like all the oh, people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. Like in the chair. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so my green light is Gary Sanchez. I just got an update that he tore the cover off a of baseball, kind of like what Benny Rodriguez did in Sandlot. Hitting it. Hitting the baseball. Yep. Mm-hmm. In batting practice. That's pretty badass. And the scariest thing about that is that he's probably the third biggest guy on the team. That is crazy. So you think that's a a flaw in the baseball, the production? It's got to be, right? No. You think? I don't know. I mean, he just clapped that thing. Uh I mean, there's been a a lot of talk about how the baseballs are like being made differently. Oh, yeah. You know, you're right. That's that's what I was going to say. They can do some more home runs. 
So. Or or just fall apart and never make it to the fence. Dying sport. Yeah, no, it is. Lacrosse is the sport of the future. Let's go. Oh, Jordy will talk about that. But yeah, if you didn't know. Um, but yeah, no, so we got, we got that sounded better on paper. We got a skier who went on quite the trip. Uh, it sounded like he was trying to go for like a quick casual trip and ended up with something more. What do you got, Jack? Yep. So Toronto firefighter, his name's Constantinos, nicknames Danny. What a name. Philippides. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, from Toronto. <laughs> his name is Constantinos. His nickname is Danny. It's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Not, from, that's not the strangest thing. That's, from Toronto. That's not the strangest part about this story? No, it's not. What else you got? Um, so he was on a work excursion with some buddies at Whiteface Mountain up in New York. I like that place. Uh, Lake Placid. They were skiing, um, and somehow Constantinos ended up in Sacramento, California a few days later, just just out of the blue. And in his ski clothes, right? I think I saw it, that somewhere. He was in his ski clothes. He was kind of dazed and confused. He, like, showed up and got a haircut immediately. <laughs> Interesting. The details are kind of foggy on this one, but I, I would call my family not get a haircut. But so we don't know anything about how he got there. I want to. I'm going to make up a story. You guys ready for it? Constantinos was out skiing with his buddies, and little did he know the mushrooms that they got actually were like way more powerful than he thought. And he went on an excursion, an extreme adventure, by himself, and he actually walked to California. That's not what happened, but I'm just thinking, like, what yeah, the hell happened? It's logistically impossible. Well, yeah. This but. is like the hangover, kind of. Like, oh, yeah, honestly. You know, they can make a movie about this guy. It was an experience. A work, work excursion with your buddies. Wait, and yeah, he was country. with his boys, right? That's yeah, what I'm saying, I need yeah. to hear the boys' take. What where did where, they, where did they end up? Do we got that? <laughs> There's nothing about that, but the one kind of detail about how he ended up there is he was in a big rig style truck, is what So he, he drove? Holy or shit. Hitchhiked. He hitchhiked with like an 18 wheeler. Apparently, <laughs> in his ski clothes. Yo, I thought hitchhiking was dead, right? Like, didn't you think that was dead? I didn't think people did that anymore. It's technically illegal, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think it's illegal. You, you can look at me like I'm gonna. Yeah, know yeah, that. we're looking like the news, but <laughs> like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, I don't. I, I just figured that I was, it was dead. illegal to stand on the side of the room with your thumb up. I thought like, you can't do that. It's an interesting thing to make like illegal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not allowed to stand so like this. On a, on a, that's true. Well, that you're actually like crossing a street. I don't know. Yes and no. It's illegal to stand on the side of the major highway and solicit rides because this is a, a danger to other drivers on the road. However, at the on-ramp entrance before a highway, it is legal in most states. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Very, so very, it's, very it's interesting. it's got some boundaries. Okay. Huh. So, it's good to know. So we got How Drunk Were His Parents, Keeney. This is probably my favorite name. Yeah, I'm not kidding. We got Gee McGee. Gee McGee. He was. Gee McGee. Sounds like an old timey villain. It does. Gee like, don't you see like Gee McGee having like a creepy laugh? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> he, he definitely sounds short, but he's actually a basketball player. He um he played at Murray State, I believe it was. Hold on, I think I found his new school. <laughs> oh, here we go. Gee McGee. High demand. Chattanooga men's oh. basketball. Hell yeah. He goes to kind of a weirdly named city. There's, there's more falls off, falls off the map a yeah, little. There's more letters in his school's name than his own name. <laughs> How drunk were his parents? Incredible. Because that actually sounds like just, one where I was like, you know, what would like, be funny if we named him Gee. After like, our, you cannot name your child after your last name. Like, Mister Mister McGee signing his tab. Like he just closed his like tipping. And he's like, Martin. we should name him Gee. We really should. Like Martin, Martin 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 Martin. Like literally Marty Martin. Like, oh. Like barf, that's <laughs> gross. Just absolutely terrible. No, but that that's so. Do, like, do we know was he a good player? Was he? I don't know. I can't find him now. I, I, I had him and I lost him. But damn it, Gee. 
I, I just he is, he is 23 years old, so he must be you know, gone by now. He's out there in the workforce. I like the name. I do like it though. <laughs> he's a responsible. It's it's society. interesting. No, like how do you say that when you walk into a job interview or something? You're like, hello, I'm, I'm Gee McGee. Gee McGee. He sounds like, no, he no, but really, what's your name? M- McGee. He would be <laughs> Gee a McGee. great, <laughs> a phenomenal used car salesman. Oh yeah. Oh well, Gee McGee. Like, yeah. <laughs> Can you see him on like a commercial? Like, come on down to Gee's Auto Shop. Yeah, Gee McGee's. <laughs> It honestly sounds like a, like a it's like a name you make a character on the spot. a character in like Family Guy yeah like oh Gee McGee I don't know but um yeah that's a it's a weird one um all right so changing gears a little bit actually you can go first tell me what you were ta- talking about the other night random thought yeah I, I hate, hate Punxsutawney Phil I think it's the stupidest thing that like we as a society like I mean obviously it's all kind of like a gimmick but like they actually think that like. Oh, you're talking about the groundhog. I for a second yeah, just yeah. lost you. Yeah, the groundhog. Oh, so like, the oh uh, yeah. First of all, it's a different groundhog every year. I mean, I, I don't Is know. It? I don't know what the dude. They've been doing this for like hundreds of years. It's not this immortal yeah. groundhog. They yeah, can just yeah. tell the weather. And do, is it kind of like they just rename a new one, yeah, Phil? Yeah, I, mean, I think there's just a new Phil. Once the old one dies. How also, do they, how do they know it, it's the same Doesn't Phil? that take place in Pennsylvania? Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Do you guys follow that out there in no. Michigan? I don't. No, it's a, very, I don't. It's a big <laughs> Pennsylvania thing. I don't. Maybe it's just us stupid people. The idea, like. I think we did talk about this once, like earlier on in the show, uh, one of our first episodes. But holidays, like there's some good ones. Veterans Day, great, I love it. Makes sense. Fourth of July, of Lee course. Erickson Day. <laughs> what the a, fuck is like Groundhog Day? What is Arbor Day? Like, why are these days? Flag Day. Flag Day. It's <laughs> the worst. Big flag. Day why is there not like a T-shirt day? I, like, I, I, I it's just weird. But is there I, a like a pizza day. I mean, they're making days for everybody. But like, but, like a theme for here. instance, like your calendar, like you buy a calendar at like. I don't know, CVS, and it will say like Groundhog Day. Yeah, what? it's like a mark down the calendar oh, yeah. where just 100% said on my calendar for the work. The lunatics that live in between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia just worship this groundhog. Which and isn't even the same groundhog. Then they use it to determine the weather. Apparently, he was right. It snowed last night, but yeah, you know, which also came out of nowhere. Two more, two more weeks of winter because the sun was in happened to be in that position that day. Like, also, you know, I've never watched it, but they say you know the groundhog sees his shadow. Does oh, he like? Does he thing. sit? Does he like go? Like I'm, and yeah, this is bad radio. But does he like peek behind him and like, oh? It is complete bullshit, and I'm over it. D- does he stand on two legs? Is that the? It doesn't. Cu- it doesn't come out. It doesn't waddle out onto a stage out of its hole. They, they, <laughs> like they just hold it. So where's this gonna see? Like, I don't get it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Weird. Expert. Very weird. Just lunatics I live to- in Middle Pennsylvania. You're not gonna believe what day today is. You know, like every day, like has a day. What we got? National Drink Wine Day. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It looks like I'm gonna be doing some of that later, regardless. But that's that's awesome. Uh, one thing I was thinking about, and it, it just kind of popped up because we got the TV on behind me, watching the Globetrotters. If the Generals went on like a 10-game heater and just won like 10-game winning streak, the Globetrotters are done, right? Like they, it ends there. And also, is there anything more sad than like growing up and becoming one of the guys on the Generals? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sad. <laughs> I, I, I don't even like, I guess they're all just like people who couldn't make it. Like, <laughs> I, But like seriously, if they... If the Generals win 10 games, are the Globetrotters done? Like, in a row. They just go on a heater. and Also, can you bet the Globetrotters? I don't Seems like a so. pretty damn safe bet if I you can. Can you bet WWE? I don't we think the line's that far. Yeah, the line can't be that far. <laughs> can you bet WWE? I don't think they've ever lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have. The so Globetrotters? Yeah. It was Globetrotters. a very long time ago. But look it up right now, right? Yeah, I am. But I'm, I'm just wondering, like, if they, if they lost 10 games in a row, do they still exist? Do they come back for game 11? Uh, spin zone. Maybe it's like the Flyers last year where they won ten in a row and then didn't make just, the playoffs. I like it. Done. Yeah, funny. Very, very good, Jack. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for making me upset. 
Um, can't yeah. can't get at me right now, you sad Pats fan. Philly yeah. can't lose. No, I just so think sad. that like I don't think they've ever lost. No, I'm I'm gonna look this up. I guarantee you they have. Hold I'm on. sure they've lost at least once. Let's see. Generals beating the Globetrotters. Looks like it happened. 1971. From 1953 to 1995, the Generals played exhibitions against the Globetrotters, winning only six games. They've won six. The last in 1971, losing more than 13,000 games. <laughs> they disbanded the Generals in 1995 and became the New York Nationals. They're but, processing. Yeah, right. They're just doing that. <laughs> that is so weird. I don't get it. But. Imagine going to a Globetrotters game and they lose. Yeah, <laughs> you take your kids. You take your kids, and Bad they just luck, and no, they just lose on like a buzzer beater. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, because they they like ceased operations. Did they? They quit, and then they came back. That I, that whole thing like doesn't I interest did. me. I like, even when I was little, I would have been like, play basketball. So that's it for the first half of episode 16. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at NeverGradPod. And be sure to check back on Thursday. We have uh, still three more interviews coming with Jordy, Thrill Ride, One Man Thrill Ride, and Chris Buxton, uh, up-and-coming rapper, one of my buddies. So be sure to check that out. Um, see you guys Thursday.